moment I saw all the bolts silhouetted against the lights of the traffic and then they were gone. Oh. <laughs> Only I didn't say fudge. I said the word. The big one. The queen mother of dirty words. The F dash 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 word. What did you say? Uh, that's, that's what I what thought, I thought you said. Oh man! It was all over. I was dead. What would it be? The guillotine, hanging, the chair, <laughs> the, the rack, the Chinese water torture. <laughs> Mere child's play compared to what surely awaited me. <laughs> oh my god! A lot of man. us saying, "Oh fudge!" After week eight, or uh, man, it was brutal. Yeah, uh, I got embarrassed, man. Uh, Mahomes being out, Eckler being out. Uh, it didn't matter if I had your guy Ellinger in there or Carr. Um, it made I, no difference. No, yeah. I, I was, I was, um, yeah, I was guillotined. I mean, it was, it was embarrassing. So and, obviously, uh, a Christmas story, which oh yeah, sorry, is, sorry. It, well, if you don't know that, that, well, yeah, but man, that that's why I when you do that, I did, yeah. this is that is Pumped a, your heart a, a little highly bit. sentimental movie that is a, a family favorite going way back. Right. Oh, so let's talk God, about I why I played that. played that clip too, because obviously we're into November now, yeah. and um, you know, uh, we Christmas story the sequel is coming out. Man. Have you I, seen yeah, the trailer for I, that? No, I haven't seen the trailer. It but looks I pretty heard good. It looks it. okay. You know, the original cast is coming back. Most of the original cast are yeah. coming back. The story looks pretty good. Um, is it going to be able to listen? People need to already imagine. You, it's never going to top Nothing. the Christmas story. That is my all-time favorite. Is it Christmas going to be movie. fun? Is it going to be holiday seasony? Yes, I'll watch enjoy it. it. You know, yeah. just just have some fun with it, and 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 maybe your kids can be introduced to a Christmas story. Because I can't believe how many young kids have not seen a Christmas story. I mean, it's, those ain't my kids. I know my right. kids know the Christmas. story. That's always man. played in my house. Yes. Um, the other one is uh, White Christmas. That's a classic okay. too. So I mean, National Lampoon. Every year. Oh is, yeah. My yeah. daughter will watch that year round. Dude, best line Christmas story. Well, it's hard to, but Randy lay there like a slug. <laughs> it was his only defense. <laughs> Come, on. Come on, there's so many. That is one of the most quotable yes. movies of all time. Yes, I agree. 100%. Thank you for doing that. You put me in a good mood. Good, buddy. So um, there you go, and and hopefully Christmas will be a little bit better for some of you folks that are that are that are not dealing with 900 buys this week because That's me. literally Cleveland, Dallas, Denver, New York, Pittsburgh, San Francisco. There are a lot of teams on a buy, and I think you mentioned it last week. You know, there was only a couple of week prior, but there were some lots of fantasy guys from those teams. This week, a lot of your teams are struggling, and this is where ego. I think you know, uh, ego's extra point. I almost messaged you and and, and asked you, um, do you just every fantasy football season automatically think you know what? I'm going to have a couple of weeks that I just lose automatically and then move yeah. on and don't blow up your team. Yes, and it, in a way, it kind of ties into what the extra point's going to be this okay. week. But, um, but yeah, you have to know that going in. And I should probably pay more attention to bye weeks when constructing my team. I usually don't. I'm usually just like, hey, get me the best team that I can get. And if I have a week where I'm really shorthanded, so be it. The rest of the weeks, I'll be I'll be strong. I made a I made a trade to buy low on Russell Wilson. 
thinking I was slick. Um, Dak Prescott is my starting quarterback. And so I'm going in, I'm playing, uh, you know, Diggs. I'm playing him this week. He sends me a text and says, so uh, who are you going to start at quarterback against me? And I go and I look and I say, oh, yeah, okay. My starter and my backup are both on bye this week. I've got I one for traded. you. I've got one for you. I, on my boom. Somebody roster dumped Tom Brady and I scooped him up. Don't do it. Don't do it. This league's too deep, man. Don't do it. I, whoever I'm, I'm you, telling, whoever I, I you're bet saying you my is boom, not. I is, bet you my boom is available. Okay. If my boom's not available, then I will, uh, I don't know, go get you a coffee or let, something. Let me know. tell you real quick. 10-team league, uh-huh. 25 roster spots. Okay. Two taxi spots. So essentially 27 uh-huh. spots, 270 players okay. off the board. Still confident this quarterback's available. Plus full IR. My boom quarterback, I think, still available. I I would be absolutely shocked. <laughs> if he's not available, I will be absolutely shocked. Okay. Right? So here we go, guys. Week right. number nine. Let's get into it. The Thursday Night Football Focus. It's the Fantasy Football Junkies. My name is Bonzi. That is Ego sitting across from me. Okay, Don't forget, uh, these these Fantasy Football 101 shows get more and more and more and more important as the, the year goes on. And and that's, you know, when, when I started this way back, man, I can't believe how many years ago it was. 18 seasons. Jeez Louise. But the, the fun part about it was getting deep, deep, deep into the seasons. And you're talking about players that you just never even thought you'd be talking about. And you really are. Uh, am I really talking about starting or sitting these guys? I mean, PJ Walker. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's crazy. So um, don't forget Sunday mornings with Ego and his band of merry uh, men and women, maybe. No, <laughs> nah, no, no, no women no. yet? Yeah, all oh, fellas. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty bad. At 2022, man. Come on. <laughs> I'm telling I, you, man, there's it. a lot of ladies yeah. that could probably beat you in fancy anything. So sure. anyway, um, let's go. Thursday night fancy football focus. Eagles at Texans. Eagles a big favorite in this one. Like I think last time last I saw it was 13 and a half. Um, they've racked up over 1,700 passing yards in just the fifth fewest Completions, 143, <laughs> along with the second most rushing touchdowns in the NFL, 14. Now, the focus will turn to Thursday night with players on Philadelphia, which will be the ones that perform. Who knows? Will it be Jalen Hurts? Yes. And will it be Jalen Hurts? Yes. <laughs> will it be Jalen Hurts? Uh, or will the Houston Texans have anyone that pop out? Um, maybe that dangerous rushing attack led by rookie Damian Pierce will be one that continues to do some things. The Eagles have only surrendered, though, 606 rushing yards to opposing running backs. So I'm going to wait till I get to my bus to really get into more to Damian Pierce. Okay, so that's previewing something later on. My top pick for tonight's football matchup is Texans wide receiver Brandon Cooks. The Houston pass catcher was one of the most discussed players heading into the deadline, and after he wasn't at the team's practice Tuesday, which was, I think, a personal thing, people freaked out. Speculation ramped up that he'd be on a different roster by the end of the afternoon. Well, hey, he, he's still there, and Houston is, uh, you know, in the passing game, 354 yards, a touchdown, 32 receptions with Cooks. Now, he wasn't moved. It's crucial to the Texans' chances of any, any, any competition Tonight, if they're going to have any chance at all, I think Cooks has to be the guy, especially since it's unclear with all their other wide receivers. I think Collins is maybe ready to return. Nico's not going to play. He's not playing. So after a couple of quiet performances in weeks five and seven, Cooks got things figured out last week against Tennessee, finished with four receptions, 73 yards. Cooks represents nearly half of all the targets that have gone to wide receivers in Houston's offense. So, you know, you hear Eagle and I talking opportunities, ball share, percentages of touches and stuff like that. 
<clears throat> Cooks is the guy. But even in a low-volume passing game, he should move the needle, I think, to be a fantasy factor in tonight's matchup. Now, I also obviously like wide receiver A.J. Brown. It's, I mean, obvious, right? Old Miss standout, unstoppable right now. Uh, it's just it's Brown recorded six receptions, 11 targets, 156, three TDs against Pittsburgh. It, it's just crazy. Brown's built a strong connection with Hurts during his first season with the Eagles and been targeted at least seven times in every game. That bodes well. Brown's fantasy value is going to be off the charts tonight. Make sure Hurts is in there. Make sure, you know, Brown is in there. I mean, there's there's no big deal on those guys. And again, you know, Philadelphia, I think lots of your players could be in double digits tonight against this defense. Uh, yeah, I think that they will. And just a note, this came out this morning, and I know you're up early and you're here and you're a busy man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Brandon Cooks might not play Whoa. tonight, right? Whoa. So he is super upset that he didn't get traded. That's the wow. news coming out. He's officially listed as questionable with a wrist injury, but speculation is more that it's uh, it's just uh, anger. He's huh. he, he did not want to stay in Houston. He thought he was going to get traded. He wanted to get traded. They did not trade him. He is very disgruntled. It doesn't mean he's not going to play, but right now the it, the quote is this. Brandon Cook's status, quote, up in the air Who's that for from? Thursday Night Football. Uh, Rotoworld.com. It's... That player line app that I've told you about before, this I mean it's an official AP article. It's not just some guy speculating. Right. This is uh this is coming from within. This is right. legit. Keep an eye on it today. Because if he does play, you're right. He's the only option. Right. They have Philip Dorsett. That's their only other right. But uh keep an eye on it. If he plays, you got you have to get him in there, especially with all the buys this week. Right. But dude, there's a chance he doesn't play tonight. Well, yeah, cool. if he's playing, you, I, mean, I mean, even if he is playing, I mean, maybe that affects uh, the attitude of the team and who gets the – I mean, I don't know, man, but I don't know. It's Football risky players, either way. Don't pride expect works much. Both ways. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're right. Um, but I really just think, man, Cooks is the only guy out there. So anybody yeah. else that you want to focus on for tonight? Uh, for tonight, yeah, I would say anybody who wears an Eagles jersey. Yeah. Uh, get him in. I think Devontae Smith has a, a good game. Um, obviously, A.J. Brown we don't even have to mention, but mm-hmm. – that Houston pass defense, it's not great, but nobody really tests it because you can run the ball so well. Houston, one of the worst teams in the league against the rush. I think they're allowing, if I'm remembering, like 186 yards per it's game. A lot. Yeah. Uh, Miles Sanders could be a huge, huge play tonight. And if you're super desperate, I mean, Gainwell might see more touches than he usually does, too. Also, uh, best team defense. Of this week is probably Philadelphia. It might be absolutely yep. right, and also uh, Dallas. We'll get to that too. Dallas Goddard, you know, yeah. Goddard, however you want to say it, you know, uh, he, he. I think he's going to have a huge, huge uh, game as well tonight. Agreed. Um, all right, so then let's get to now the that was the easiest. And that was the easiest yeah. Thursday night football easy, preview super ever. Super easy. Hey, Houston's really bad. Philadelphia's <laughs> really good. Get your Eagles in. Yeah. All right. So for my booms, my quarterback that you've been waiting on. All right, Eric Pettigo. Yeah. Okay. Please. All right. Let Please. me tell you this right now. All right? Let me just see if I can get it to you. See if you can guess who it is without. He has thrown four touchdown passes and nine turnovers during the five-game losing streak. But a Week 9 home game against the Raiders defense that's allowing the eighth most passing yards per game could offer an opportunity for the struggling quarterback to get back on track. Who is that quarterback? Uh, who's playing the Raiders this uh-huh. week? Um... Oh, is it Taylor Heineke? Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is not available. 
He's not available. Dude, it's a dynasty league. I just told you oh, the construct that's true. of yeah, di- no one, no one yeah. does dynasty leagues anymore. Are you so serious? That's why Trevor Lawrence is available. Oh, man. Trevor Lawrence, I think, is a boom quarterback for you this week. And sure. if he's available, which you know he is in 40% of leagues, Trevor Lawrence should be the guy that you pick up because I think he has a boom week against the Raiders. I mean, this is, this is the week where I think he slangs the ball and he throws a couple touchdowns and goes for at least 250 yards. So that's my boom quarterback. Sorry he's not available in your league. No, he's not in He's in our league. He's number nine on the season in total oh, fantasy geez. points scored wow. for QBs. So That's weird. Uh, really, he's he's having a pretty decent year, man. I don't know about your fantasy football teams, man. The <laughs> leagues you're in. Jeez. They really are fantasy. It, it's pretty simple. It's you, pretty simple. You mentioned the Six running back already. Touchdowns. I mean, you yeah. mentioned the running back already, Miles Sanders. That's my boom running back. Yeah, good one. I think he has, um, you know, he just keeps tacking on. I mean, they got this Philadelphia Eagles offense, there's always that one offense every single season that you're like, man, I like watching this team play. The Kansas City Chiefs, the Buffalo Bills, mm-hmm. the Philadelphia Eagles now, I think, are one of those teams that you can throw in there, right? I mean, you just like watching the offense play. Yeah, they're so good. I was thinking last week when I was watching, you know, laying on my couch, being super productive, watching football. Um, like, you know what? Let's just do best three out of five Bills, Eagles, and just get it over with. You know what I mean? Let's just, what are we doing, right? You watch these two teams, and they are so clearly mm-hmm. like the above everyone else yeah. in the league. I mean, yeah. Kansas City, sure, but I still think Buffalo is better. And then in the NFC, nobody's touching Philadelphia. No. Jeez, man, no. they are a juggernaut. They are. It's theirs to lose, man. It really, really is. Yeah, my, my wide receiver boom for this week is Terry McLaurin versus Minnesota. Now, he's coming off a second 100-yard outing of the season for the Commanders and will face a poor Minnesota secondary in Week 9. They're allowing almost 300 passing yards per game, 29th in the league. Yep. It's almost, it doesn't matter who's throwing Terry McLaurin the ball against Minnesota. If you've got him, I put him in as your wide receiver 2, maybe wide receiver 1 this week. Uh, yes, with all the buys especially. Um, yeah, McLaurin's a great start. I actually, I looked that up before I came in here today. Minnesota's so bad against the pass. Yeah. So bad against. So, yeah, McLaurin, get him in there. And Heineke's the Heineke looks for Terry McLaurin. <laughs> yeah. It's, he does. A, it's a big boost when Carson Wentz went out. This has been great for McLaurin. So, absolutely. I thought I was going out on a limb with Trevor Lawrence there, but obviously, you know, everybody wants him. That's like the number one quarterback in, in Eagles League. Number so nine. Sorry about He's that. He's a starter. But I went with an easy one for, for my tight end. Travis Kelsey for Kansas City. Because um, looking at all these other tight ends, man, I mean, like Zach Ertz, uh, Goddard, Goddard, whatever you want to say, it's Kyle got, Pitts, Goddard, we'll Taysom go Hill. I mean, there's just such a huge drop. You know, it's just like a pulpery of tight ends that you could play. If you have to start a tight end, listen, you're going to find almost 12 tight ends that could score you some points this week. Yeah. But it's not a guarantee. Travis Kelsey, I think, is the only guarantee on that tight end list that's going to get you. Even with with what's going on with Mark Andrews, I hate it. And we'll get to uh, when we get to the, the the waiver wire. You know, there's a guy that I think you should look at if you have to start a tight end yeah. in Baltimore. Just sad because he's so good, you know, and you hate seeing him banged up. Uh, yeah, and that's been a lot of people drafted Mark Andrews in the first couple of rounds, and so, but it's football. It guys is. get hurt. Yep. Um, but you're absolutely right. After Kelsey. It's a dart throw, man. Yeah. It's a which guy's going to get you twelve fantasy points this week, right? Even Who knows? If you, even if you play any. matchups, you look at matchups. Even you know, like like there's not even great matchups. Like like 
Hill, Taysom Hill, maybe versus Baltimore. Maybe I mean, Baltimore's if, if Robert re- Tanyan wasn't on Green Bay at Detroit, I'd be like, dude, Tanyan would be my boom for this week. Yeah, but I'm sorry, it's just I I, I do not trust the offense in Green Bay. It's not going to happen. What about uh Mike Gesicki has been really hot as of late. Yeah, yeah, I like him, but you know the Bears, dude. I, I, they're that team, dude. That I don't know which team's going to show up on Sunday. Yeah, you're right. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes they actually look good. Yeah, it's weird. Like, what are they doing? Uh, yeah. So uh, my bust. Let's get there for quarterback. I've got uh, the quarterback that that ego pit. I'm keeping Tom Brady as my bust every single week. He's been my bust for every. Se- it, it, it was another zombie like <laughs> performance, dude. Pure unadulterated hate. It's just. <laughs> I mean, I we were camping um, Thursday night, and we had the. The stream going on this 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 gentleman's TV. Okay. Of course, I'm watching it because I got Fournette, which also it wasn't that great for him. Thank God he barely pushed one in like early in the game. But just everyone there, even the people that I don't think really knew or know much about football, were saying, "Man, that Tom Brady doesn't look good." You know what, what, what's going on with that Tom Brady? And I'm just like, yeah, it's just it's bad. He looks 45. It's that yeah. team looks forty five. Yeah, you're right. Every 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 player on that roster looks like they're forty five. It, it, it's old. bad, man. It looked like the uh, the old Turkey Bowl games we used to yeah, have. Oh out I think we could beat that Tampa Bay team. You know, put put uh, uh, Zach Kirker yeah. out there just running flies deep on outs. Yeah, but Mar- I mean, and Mark Bassoni playing way too hard. Yes, yeah. yes. So so Brady did connect with Evans. I think it was like a, for it was like the longest pass play of this season. Yeah, well, but it was even like after eighteen that, yards. No, it was like a fifty yard. I mean, it was a fifty yard pass. <laughs> but a, but I mean, like joke. even after that, it was like okay, um, you know, it's not going to happen again. It looked like it took too much out of him. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, but against the Rams, dude, even it's not a great defense this year. He's a bust again. And if you're still starting Tom Brady, it's because you're in ego shoes and you need a quarterback where Trevor Lawrence is the number one quarterback in your league. Yeah, um, yeah, that. Again, not true. Number nine, but he is startable. Uh, but I, yeah, Tom Brady. I'm not happy about it. But it's either it was either Tom Brady or um, or nobody because there are literally no other starting. Heineke quarterbacks. was gone. Yeah, man. Everybody's gone. The only starting quarterback on our waiver wire is Jacoby Brissett, who's on a bye this week. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So. There's no, uh, yeah, that that's it. That was my only option. <sighs> well, he's a bust. I'm sorry. So no, I, I hope agree. I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope he gets you some points on like David Carr did to me last week. Unreal, man. Uh, my running back bust is David? Damian Pierce. Yeah. All right. Damian Pierce versus Philly. He's found the end zone in four of Houston's last five games, but after averaging a career low 2.3 yards per carry last week, I think the rookie running back gets brought back to reality and, um, you know, week night against the Stout Eagle defense. It's limited running backs to just 826 scrimmage yards in the season. I mean, I, Damian Pierce is going to be some a guy you have to start again yeah. because of buys. You, I just don't want you to be upset when he, he gets you six points this week. Yeah, but you inevitably will because that's life. You're going to be mad when you're starting running back doesn't score. Right. But that I 100% agree with you. Uh, however, I will say this. Especially if Brandon Cooks does not play. I mean, if there's anybody who's going to produce anything for Houston tonight, it, it it's gotta be Damian Pierce, yeah. for whatever that's worth. But nah, I'm I am not I don't have high expectations. I do have him in in the league because I have to, but right. I'm like, 
Dang it. All right, my other bust on wide receiver Michael Pittman Jr. at New England. Pittman wasn't bad in his first start with uh, Ellinger in Week 8 against Washington. He had nine targets for seven catches, 53 yards, but I'm thinking that's going to be his ceiling (laughs) this week against New England. Uh, Pittman hasn't scored a touchdown since Week 1. I could not believe that when I saw that. I was like, he's only got, what? He's been held to 59 yards or less in four of his past five. Patriots have allowed just four touchdowns to opposing receivers this year. Hard to imagine Pittman having a big game in this matchup. I'm I I'm looking at him maybe is not even a flex start this week, oh. but but if you have to if he if you're in PPR, especially full point PPR, then you're starting him. Okay. But if you're a non PPR man, you better look at maybe starting some of these other running backs to get you some yards because I don't think he's getting much points that way. But he's my bust for this week. Um, I. I see that a little bit differently. I think his lack of production this season can be blamed almost 100% on Matt Ryan being all the way washed. Um, I think Ellinger looked his way in his very first game nine times. I, I'm thinking that connection is going to get a little bit stronger. I'm more optimistic that Pittman um, kind of has like an upward trajectory this season. And okay. it, might, it might start this week. I would say... Um, I'm definitely going to have him in my lineup. Okay, yeah. Um, but again, in, until they really get going on the same page, I'm not going to. I wouldn't call him a boom play. Okay, but I'm going to have him in my lineup. So I would actually maybe start like one of the other two receivers in 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 in, in that game. You know, like especially Alec, uh, Pierce. Oh, Alec Pierce. I mean, like why not? I mean, because people are going to lock down on Pittman Jr. Pierce there. I mean, I. I I think he's rated as one of the best matchups against the defense based on the coverage schemes that he'll be facing at New England. So, so looking, you would start Alec Pierce over Michael Pittman this week? I probably would. Huh? I probably would. Right. I just don't think I think he's going to be a huge bust. I mean, I and, and I could I obviously been wrong a lot, but um, <laughs> everybody has this. Haven't year. been wrong on Tom yeah. Brady yet. Um, <laughs> my tight end bust. You know, you 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 brought his name up and said, "Hey, man, why not start?" Uh, Jacecki. Yeah. I got him as a bust at the Bears. The okay. Bears may be without a bunch of those household names on defense, but they sure are a lot of, uh, you know, uh, hard to, for, for offensive to handle. And it's been like that this year, on and off, on and off. And then when you look at this, Chicago has only allowed two tight end touchdowns this year. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. They've but, only allowed two touchdowns to tight ends. But you can and they run played the some pretty good them, right? tight ends. Yeah. That's the thing. They played some really good tight ends this year. They've also only allowed 38 yards per game to tight ends. Okay. So don't know if you want to start Jacecki. Yeah, I, I think I think what the the whole story on the Bears is I think you can just run on them like crazy. So um yeah. But again, like we talked about with tight ends, it's uh crap, dart, yeah. crap shoot, yeah, dart, throw, dart throw. And he he has been figured into the offense a little more prominently lately with all of the attention being put on obviously Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. It right. opens it up a little bit and two is throwing the ball around. Um but this might be a big uh, a big Raheem Mostert game. Oh yeah, absolutely. So waiver wire guys, I know we're doing this a little bit late. You know, we uh, usually have the podcast up uh, on Wednesdays. Today uh, I had to do it late, but uh, a lot of these guys are going to be gone unfortunately and and I just I went I, I tried to go deep on some of these especially um, with a, with a wide receiver, I, but again, I I thought I went deep at quarterback, but you know Ty, Taylor Heineke, seven uh, percent maximum ownership 
in fantasy football leagues. That's Yahoo and ESPN CBS Sportsline. And you're saying he's the number two quarterback in your in your league, Taylor Heineke? Trevor yeah. Lawrence is yeah, one, yeah. No. and the Heineke's number two. Yep, so Heineke's so two. if you're in a league like Eagles League, mm-hmm. sorry, Heineke's not available. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that's what it is. And then um, and then Matt Ryan, for some reason, as the number three quarterback, has been so anyway, I don't get it. So, so anyway, my two quarterback waiver wire that you could stream, I think, this week is you know Justin Fields. He's only owned in 42 percent maximum leagues. Um, you know, comes in just a hair over uh, the ownership uh, where, where it's something to look at, you know, see if he's available, okay? Um, the recent addition of Chase Claypool today, too, or yesterday, was was the cherry on top, right? I mean, hello, Chase Claypool, another target for Justin Fields to throw and miss, but I mean, <laughs> he might do something for you this week. And then Taylor Heineke, thin week with so many teams on a bye, Means you're gonna have to go value scooping in some leagues, and and Heineke was my guy. Lawrence was my first guy, but then, you know, he's not owned as much as uh, I'm sorry. Lawrence has owned more than Heineke. Yes. Um, over the last four weeks, Minnesota has allowed the fifth most fantasy points per game, and I told I you know talked about uh, Terry McLaurin. I, I, he's a boom receiver. I feel like this week, I think Taylor Heineke has a big game this week. Stream that quarterback if you can. So, if Justin Fields is out there. Um, his production has has seen a like a recent uptick. Yeah. They have, uh, they've really started kind of gearing their offense more to what he can do. Um, they are calling more designed runs for him instead of just having him uh, fall back and be a pocket passer. We talked about this on on fantasy football one hundred and one last week. It was a a pretty main like a pretty big topic was Justin Fields. The guy's been kind of producing lately. Now they got him another weapon to throw to. Yeah, if he's out there, I'd scoop him up. Why not? Especially if you're hurting it at quarterback. He's not available in my league. He is the uh, the number five oh, okay. fantasy quarterback okay. on the season. Gotcha. <laughs> running backs on the waiver wire. These guys here, again, it's hard because so many running backs are owned right now. They're hard to find. And it feels like I'm picking up a different running back every week. Yeah. To see what's going to happen in that offense, and nothing does. Nothing does, and I'm just like <laughs> I'm I'm in trouble. So like I'm holding on to, to like I got so many offers for Eckler, so many offers for Fournette, and so mm-hmm. many offers. I have Singletary, Fournette, and, and Eckler, which are three good running backs to have. I'd move Singletary, and I'm getting yeah, I'm getting offers on. I'm just not getting what I want. You know, yeah. again, we've talked about trades. I'm not just going to make a trade to make a trade. Sure. Um. So Kenyon Drake. Is one in Baltimore. Ravens running back uh, continues to be a weekly game of roulette. Gus Edwards injured his hamstring last week. Uh, with the bye week looming in week 10, perhaps they take it easy with his touches and lean on Drake a lot uh, in this game. Week 6 and 8, Drake picked up over 50% of the snaps. He looked electric on the ground, ran for 10, 119, and a touchdown against the Giants, um, especially with Rashad Bateman being out, Mark Andrews ailing. Um, you know, don't roll out the red carpet here for Kenyon Drake, but I think he could be a big start, and he's only a maximum owned in 32% of fantasy football leagues. And then Latavius Murray in Denver. Uh, Murray's been a, a you know a, a guy that I looked at, dropped, looked at again, um, and, and it's an injury mess with Javante Williams, Mike Boone. Latavius is now second and scored in back-to-back weeks for the Broncos, and he's out-carried Melvin Gordon. I think we yeah. we I th- didn't we. Say Melvin Gordon's not the guy anymore uh, last week. Was We've that been you saying that, that, that all season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and there's a strong chance his ownership numbers go down this week with Denver entering the bye. So yep. 
some pretty slick fantasy owners in dire need could pick up Latavius Murray. Those are my two running back waiver wire pickups. Yeah, I like it. Um, PPR leagues for sure. Kenyon Drake last week, four targets, four catches. That's where uh, you know he he only received seven carries, turned that into sixty two yards, which is exceptional. But it was those four catches that really kind of bumped his points up there. But man, it's a it's a wasteland out there on the waiver wire for running backs. So so good luck. One of the hottest uh, wide receiver waiver wire pickups last week. I spent in this just to tell you how hot it was. Um, all ten teams tried to pick up this guy and Ooh. bid on this guy, and I got him. Uh, again, we have a one hundred dollar. Yeah, we have a one hundred dollar. And, and here's I feel bad because I had him on my team to begin the season, and I dropped. And then him. you had to go pay money to get him. And back. I had to go pay uh, money to get I him. Back. So we, we have a hundred dollar allowance. Okay, a hundred dollar allowance to pick up. I spent thirty. One dollars, and I got him. Um, that was the highest one to bid on this player. Spent all thirty-one dollars. It was Josh Palmer, okay, from, from the Chargers. Now, and the reason why is because Mike Williams, who I also have on my team, I have Mike Williams and Josh Palmer. Uh, he appears to have suffered a pretty severe ankle injury that they're saying could keep him out for three to four weeks. Uh, Keenan Allen returned to action in week seven, but was limited. Um, elevated target volume could be on its way for Palmer, who drew 12 targets last time he saw action. He caught nine, had 57 yards, no touchdowns, but he's facing a Falcons defense that's just decimated right now at the cornerback position. Now, this is second concussion here for Josh Palmer, okay? Um, but with this San Diego Chargers offense, with the quarterback he has, with the running game they've got going on, and Eckler in the backfield and, and moving in with... This could be a huge, huge, huge week for Palmer. I hope it is. I hope the rest of the season is huge for him. I hope Williams comes back. Yeah. But I love Josh Palmer, and I couldn't believe that before last week, well, I guess it's because of the concussion thing. So many people dropped him. Yes. He was only maximum owned in Yahoo, ESPN, CBS Sportsline by 27% of teams. Yeah, and that checks out because a few reasons. One, like you mentioned, concussions, right? He's he's missed some time. Two, the Chargers just haven't looked. The passing game, at least Eckler's a, a monster, but the passing game hasn't really been clicking. Um, and so I think people had a lot of stock in Palmer and were a little bit disappointed, so they dropped him. But this week, as you said, Mike Williams out. You mentioned Keenan Allen. I read a report this morning that said he doesn't want to come back to play until his hamstring is 100%. Oh, wow. And that he aggravated it and made it worse during the bye week. So Keenan Allen, not looking good <laughs> for him to even be in the game this week. Palmer con- cleared concussion protocol. He's going to play. And he's likely going to be the only option against an Atlanta defense that allows 306 passing yards per game and has given up 14 touchdowns yeah. on the season. Could be a feast uh, yeah. for these guys. It could be a boom play. And then Rondale Moore in Arizona. Cardinals incorrectly had Moore playing on the perimeter during DeAndre Hopkins' initial return work in Week 7, and I, I was so confused by that. In, in Week 8, they, they corrected that, and with it, they, they saw Moore pick up, guess what? Eight targets, he caught seven, he had 92 yards, he had a touchdown against yeah. the Vikings, which again, the Vikings are, are poor. In Week 9, he draws a plus matchup again against the Seattle's uh, defense uh, that's had success against you know teams throwing the ball. Uh, so, you know, he's racked up, again, posting 11 receptions against the Seahawks, 51 yards, no touchdowns, but he's had strong um, ad, you know, pick him up if you can in full PPR formats, especially if Rondale Moore's out there, go get him. He belongs in the slot. Um, that If you just look at the games where they, where they line him up outside, 
zero production. I mean, right. literally like goose egg almost. And the slot, though, all of a sudden he's a world beater. It looked great on my bench last week. Oh, gosh. Right. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's in my lineup this week. So, yeah, I like it. As long as I keep him in the slot, that that guy is going to be a, a, a problem. Now, here's a, a stab in the dark wide receiver. I was really looking for, for, for players that you could get that were on the waiver wire. And, and there was like five players. And I was like, man, I really, why are those guys available? And I'll tell you why. So this wide receiver, uh, Terrace Marshall of Carolina, uh, he's not owned by really anyone right now, and especially with that Robbie yeah, what, what's Anderson What's his ownership fiasco? percentage? What's 1%. He? I was going to say, that dude's yeah. not owned anywhere. 1%. Robbie Anderson fiasco a few weeks ago. We've seen Marshall's utilization spike for the Carolina Panthers. He's participated now on over 90% of the routes in back-to-back weeks. And in week 8, he drew a career-high Nine targets. He caught four. He had 87 yards. It was the most receiving yards he's ever posted in a game, and he more than doubled his season-long production this year in just last week's game alone. Now, next up is a matchup against the Bengals' defense that allowed Amari Cooper to get open at will as they are dealing with a number of injuries at the cornerback position. I think if he's available, that's somebody I would start again over Michael Pittman Jr. That's Okay, that's crazy talk. Um, but <laughs> just saying. But I don't I don't hate it. Um I mentioned PJ Walker earlier. So much better than Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. I think DJ Moore now might surpass Mike Evans and I might owe you a dollar <laughs> because they made that, you know, that right. move at quarterback. Terrace Marshall, if you're in like a dynasty or a heavy keeper league, dude's only twenty two. Yeah. Young and talented, and if he finds himself in the right situation, he might be a fantasy starter for you. Yep. Tight end waiver wire pickup again, not a lot. I mean, it's just you know, you look at like you're throwing darts right now, yep. and trying to pick somebody up. But uh, you know, we talked about Andrews from Baltimore being you know banged up, and it's really sad, you know, because you just you see that <laughs> you literally it looks like Jackson is looking for Andrews every single like he's his number one guy. Oh, like, where is he? He's not yeah. out there right now because he's on the sideline. So Isaiah Likely, all right, I love the name. He's only owned by five percent maximum ownership right now, and again. It, you need you need to keep tabs on Mark Andrews. Will he play? And, and and apparently it's a knee and a shoulder now for for Andrews. And with week ten by looming, it makes so much sense to just let Andrews rest, right? So if you need a tight end, maybe go look at Likely. He turned seven targets into six receptions, seventy seven yards, and a touchdown uh, on a receiving stat line, validating the preseason hype around him. So. You know, Jackson loves the tight end position, right? Yeah. Why not go and see if Likely's available? If you need to start a tight end, and if you've got Andrews, you better have Likely on your team. And he more than likely could be a, I mean, he could more be a than top, likely. He, I like it. He could be a top 10 tight end this week. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Because who else is even playing? Um, Kittle's on by. Yep. And Joku's hurt. They are, and they're on a bye anyway. Right. It's just uh, there's nobody at tight end. But I'll, I'll throw another one at you mm-hmm. due to a recent trade. Um, and he may not play this week because he's in concussion protocol. Brock Wright is a tight end for the Detroit Lions, okay. who now steps into the number one tight end role since TJ Hawkinson got shipped yeah. out of town. Yeah. yeah, And he is out there in, I believe, 100% of leagues because nobody's ever even heard. I saw your face when I said his name, and it was a who the hell is that face. Well, I remember, no, because I remember seeing him on there, and I, and I remember seeing a big red uh, dash by his name, saying that he was not at practice uh, on Wednesday, 
Uh, is he in concussion protocol or is he? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. So will he be playing this week? Uh, I'm not sure, but going forward, okay, especially with with how many tight ends there aren't in right. the league, right? He might be a guy deeper leagues. Uh, you know, if you're hurting at tight end, who steps in and can actually actually give you a little production. It's strange to me that the Lions would move a guy like Hawkinson out of town without having some faith in whatever was behind him. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. That's my vibe. Anyhow, I scooped him up. Good point. Good point. He's the number five tight end in my league. Special overall. defenses this week on the waiver wire playing matchups. Okay. okay. What'd you say he was? Number what? <laughs> He's number seven tight end on your league? Number five. Yeah. Jeez yeah. Louise. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence is probably a tight end point, too. I, I, yeah. Oh, so you yeah. probably start him at tight end. And you can, <laughs> uh, so my, my defense special starts this week. If you need a, to stream a defense and try to get some points, I like the Cardinals versus Seattle. Sure. I like the Bengals versus Carolina. And I, I like the Packers at Detroit. You know, I mean, those are three defenses Ooh. that you could go with, I think, to get you some points. But my big one is my the Cardinals versus Seattle. Uh, yeah, hard to argue. I'm um, I'm I'm intrigued by Miami at Chicago. Um, I I think I think Miami's a good one. Obviously, Philadelphia is a layup. That's that's too easy. And a little bit Jacksonville at home against the Raiders, who just don't look right. So I mean, if you're streaming and uh, and you're you know, for instance, the 49ers on a buy this week, right? So go out there and see who's right. available. I screwed up Minnesota uh, against the Commanders because you know it, you don't know what to expect from the Commanders, but yeah, that those are an, another few options. I mean, they're out there, but. You have to do something if you have the Niners. That's yep, what I have. Absolutely. So there's our waiver wire uh, pickups for this week. Yes or BS? I didn't really have anything for yes or BS this week. Okay. Um, I guess we can just get right into your ego's extra point. Uh, let me get the video going. All right. I want to. I want to throw something out real quick while you're doing this yeah. because this was almost the extra point, but I. I thought my other option needs to really be the focus, but I do want to throw this out. Trade deadline just happened. And there were, I would say, have you ever seen a trade deadline where more trades actually went down? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because in my, in our league, you know. And I, I mean think, in real life, not oh, in fantasy. Oh, no, 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 right. no, 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 not at all. And <laughs> so it's a great time to capitalize on that because <laughs> yeah. people get their hopes up um, when players move from one team to another. And you can capitalize. For instance especially around here with as many emotional Bears fans that we have. Oh, yeah. If you've got Chase Claypool, yeah. ship him to a Bears fan. Yeah. <laughs> it, right? Like, yeah. Use that to your advantage take, for yeah, sure. Take advantage yeah. of uh, of all these trades that just went down. And uh, and, and also and be careful and know who, where your players are at, too. Yeah. Because sometimes you're like, wait, wait, where'd that guy go? Like, why is he on that team now? Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So are we? Are we re- We're good. Okay. Okay. All right. Ego's extra point. We are going into week nine, and this is something that I've seen, and I'm sure you've seen it a lot, Bodzi as well, where teams that have kind of struggled up to this point in the season. They have one win, maybe? One win, <laughs> two wins, uh, three wins. You know, even then, it's they start just mailing it in. I've got no chance, right? And especially if it's uh, the worst teams get a better draft pick in next season. So they'll just, all right, well, I'm going to tank. I'm going to go for next season's draft picks. We have six more games to play before the fantasy playoffs start. So if you can get yourself into the playoffs, my my ego's extra point this week is do not give up yet. Still keep trying. Don't tank. Don't roster dump. Don't mail your team away because you can still get into the playoffs. And once you get into the playoffs, anything can happen. I've seen before a team 
tank for that draft pick and then we tallied up the score, that dude would have won the Super Bowl. Instead, he missed the playoffs because he intentionally tanked. He would have won. I've seen the if we have six teams in the playoffs, I've seen that sixth place team go on and win the whole thing, right? And I've seen a team that only had one loss on the season get bumped in the first round. So now is not the time to give up. Now is not the time to start tanking or roster dumping. Now is the time to see what you can do to sneak your way into the playoffs because all you have to do is get in there and then anything can happen. Right now I see it too much. Do not give up on your team just yet. There's a lot of season left to go. Ego's extra point is up. And it's good. And I'm going to make it even better again because I feel like if you're in a real fantasy football league, yeah. you penalize the people that do that. Sure. That's why we don't do the, you know, if you if you finish last, you get the, the number one pick. That's bogus. Either I mean, like, no, no, no. So don't do that. We penalize people for that. We yeah. pe- If you finish last place, you're paying half the league fee for that uh, person in the top four. You're you're not giving up. Oh, nice. There's no quit. You are penalized. So you are. Everyone is trying. We've had before where our commission had to lock teams out because of that. I hate you that. You don't man. want to be that guy. Yeah. You'll never get invited to anything. Not even the kids. You know, pool party nope. where there's free hot dogs, and you don't want to miss out on the free hot dogs. Oh, right. Everybody loves Come a on. free dog. So yeah. yeah. So so to add on to that, don't be that guy or girl that's tanking. You know, and, and care about your league. And, and if you're and if you don't care about it anymore and you and you got into fantasy football for the first time, you're like, "Eh, this ain't my thing." Let the commissioner know. Send him a message or send him an email. Say, "Hey man, can you just take my team over?" And then they'll start the best, you know, possible sure, position, sure. you know, which is good. So, man, you got me going on that rant. There's well, too many people that ooh, we've been playing for so long, man, like two decades. We've seen everything. Yeah, you got to remind right? them. Right? Yeah. It's uh we it everybody is still alive. Mm-hmm. Now, for instance, my brother was like 0 and 7. I think he's 0 and 8 now. <laughs> So what he did because it's a dynasty league. I mean, it fire sale, right? So he, right. but he got good value for his good players, right? Because now going into next year, he's got a ton of draft picks, and it, it so it made sense. He wasn't just. <laughs> It was time to punt on the season, uh-huh. but he wasn't just giving up altogether. And it's fun to put penalties on those last place teams too. We love coming up with stuff. The worst one though ever was when if you finished last because there was a couple of guys that were on the verge of like you know they're just sticking around just to, for why I mean, yeah. they had the money to do it. So if you finished last place, you could the person that finished first could kick them out of the league. I've heard I've so, heard of that too. I mean, that, yeah. And I did that to somebody once. Just so, gave him the boot. And, and he's gone. And he, and he just now came back after four years being out. We let oh, him back man. in. <laughs> That's crazy. So come up with some fun stuff, you know. And again, uh, everyone loves free hot dogs. So good luck. Hopefully, we we gave you some good <laughs> advice. The tagline for the show. <laughs> I love it, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can check us out on all the major podcasting um, devices out there: Apple, uh, Google, uh, Spotify, Amazon. You name it, we got it. Fantasy Football Junkies up and available for you today. Good luck this uh, week and. Fantasy Fantasy Football 101, Sunday mornings with Eric Pettigo right there, man. Start them, sit them, questions. Um, if you missed anything, uh, you know, check up on the on the, on the on the players that we talked about today, if they're going to be playing or not, because we'll give you the latest updates on that. And again, uh, make your uh, winning a fantasy league a reality with the Fantasy Football Junkies, a Newhoff Media Station.